Um, I have a phone call I actually have to take. Hang on a second, guys. Oh. Hello? Well, well. Turn your motherfucking phone off, Bobby. (laughs) Bobby seems to be very important. Hey, Craig, you're working late. I'm doing all right. How are you? Oh, wait, is he serious? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I thought this was a spoof, and then he's not that good of an actor. So... Aboard the Little Red Bandwagon, the podcast about a podcast that's too beautiful to live. From the Stick of Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, I'm Ann Lundholm. Every Monday, we bring you a banquet of commentary on the previous week of TBTL, but this is the end of the month Friday show, and we've got some things we need to take care of, so we need to buckle down, close the Johnson account, and get it on this month's books. And joining me tonight to do this, from the Necco Wafer Studios in Linwood, Washington, it's the nice lady, Christy Wise. Hello, Christy. Hello, Anne. And from Garden View Studios in Buffalo, New York, I just decided to call it Buffalo, it's the Sultan of <laughs> Snacks, Bobby Pape. Good evening, Bobby. Wow. I'm a Sultan now. I like Sultan for snacks because it has the word salt right in it. Yeah, but remember, <laughs> you're a Sultan from Buffalo, so it's not that cool. <laughs> And last, but probably not least, from Deer Blind Studios in the Mountain Room at the Ranch in Manchac, Texas, it's the jail dude, Mike Frizzell. Hello, Mike. Good evening, Ann. <laughs> so formal. Well, tonight, as with every show, we have some LRB business to discuss. Then we'll open up the LRB mailbag and see what's on your minds Our main event will be a review of podcast sponsors, not just the ones on TBTL, but all the companies that are embracing, I guess, this new world of podcasting in their advertising models. And finally, we'll do some housekeeping and let you know how you can get involved with the show. Getting into business right away, we have a couple of addendums to the most recent recap because apparently two hours and nine minutes is not long enough to cover everything. Bobby, you said that you have a story that goes to our discussion about getting our cars towed, or I guess you said it wasn't so much a story as something that happened to you? Right. Well, it didn't even happen to me, so buckle up for an exciting not story. Uh, There's a a fine distinction there, by the way. Not everything that happens to you is a story. Story Mm, is something that you curate a little bit. Things that happen to you can be stories. Not everything that happens to you should be a story. Now let me take that advice and ignore it and tell you about a thing that happened to me. Um, Just a couple of weeks ago, uh, a colleague of mine, I'm going to be like Andrew, and you can drink every time I say colleague, a colleague of mine uh, came over to the office to visit. She was actually visiting uh, my office mate. We all manage small arts nonprofits. We work in a pretty tight circle of groups. We know one another fairly well. And when she came over to our office, um, she parked in the main parking lot. Now, we have parking on the lower level of this two-story thing. 
But to get to that level, you've got to have a code. It's super dingy and gross down there because they never clean it. Um, so we don't usually encourage guests to park downstairs. But on the main level, the street level, all the parking uh, has signs on it. It used to be there were a few that were sort of unassigned for the building and people could come and go from them. But um, the physical therapy place on the third floor finally stopped putting nasty photocopied notes, yelling at people for parking in the unmarked spots and just put signs on them saying that they were theirs now. Uh, mm. All the other spots have been claimed. Our landlord is a slumlord, terrible person. I've discussed that here before. Uh, so it's the Wild West in the parking lot. And there are one of these predatory towing signs that just says that I think it's Robert's Towing in Alston, Massachusetts, uh, will tow your car if you're in a spot illegally. But here's the thing. None of these companies have parking passes. So you wouldn't know... <laughs> that someone's in a spot illegally unless somebody called it in, theoretically. Uh, so one of the things in our building is a daycare center, and they have drop-off pickup spots. She parked in one of those. It was the very middle of the day. We've gotten casual assurances in the past that nobody cares as long as they're not busy if you sit in one of these spots for a little while. We came back out after she was in the office. The car's gone. No notice. No one came to the office to tell us, you know, hey, you got to move your car. Whose car is this? Do you know? Does anybody know? Just gone. We called the towing company. Sure enough, they towed it. It didn't get called in, as far as we know. The Roberts Towing people just took a cruise through the lot, saw a car parked in a oh. pickup drop-off spot, didn't know that we have casual permission to use it, towed it away. So I had to drive her to this lot uh, about a mile away. Thankfully, not too far away. And I got in a screaming match with the asshole who runs the yard, explained to him that it shouldn't have been towed, and they towed it 20 minutes after she got there. So they didn't even Jesus. wait to see if she had, like, maybe she was bringing out kids, and it took a few minutes, right? Gone. Because mm -hmm. I asked him what time it was towed and went through all that. Ended up being 150 bucks in cash to get the car out an hour and a half after it got towed. I changed my mind. I Special place in hell for these people. I said on the recap that I wanted to be an auto mechanic in Texas, and I think I want to run a towing company in Boston. <laughs> There's no shortage that's easy of... money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And when we got to the yard, um, they had a, a chain across the gate, just a single chain at about, uh, you know, waist height. So sort of like a, like a Steve McQueen trap. Mm -hmm. kind of chains you just couldn't just enough to keep you from driving out and it's just a a pulley that lowers the chain into a groove in the ground so you can drive over it and then it comes back up 150 bucks some paperwork chain drops cars out he's just sitting there counting my money I, thankfully i had some cash with me in the office and i made sure to bring it because i kind of knew this was going to be a hostage situation um mm -hmm. you know they don't have an atm they're not going to take a check credit card no Nope, cash only. And they never, they never say sorry, our bad. You can just have it back, right? They, oh yeah, that never, ever, ever happens. No, he basically told me. Of course, at this point, we were having words that if I wanted to try to get my money back, I could take him to small claims court, and just started laughing. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Robert's towing in Alston, Massachusetts. Fuck you. That's my story. He sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Did you give him the Yelp review of a lifetime, Bobby? Did you get on? 
Uh, I should have. Can you imagine? Have, have you, anybody ever looked at uh, like a towing yard? Uh, Yelp. I mean, it's got to be a nightmare. Five stars. So gentle with my car. Uh, <laughs> right, right. So fair in their pricing. <laughs> <laughs> I've been towed by a lot of companies. I got to tell you, they, they, these guys are class out the ass. Oh, here we go. So I just pulled up uh, the Roberts Towing. Uh, uh, they're actually in Brighton area. Uh, Brighton and Austin run together around here. There is a five-star review at the top of the list. A wonderful towing company, Roberts Towing, provided me a much-needed service when they pulled some moocher who was illegally using my off-street parking spot while I was vacationing during summer season. Thankfully, Bill Roberts. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a comment from Roberts, T of Roberts Towing, thanking thanking him for this review. Five seconds after the comment was posted... (laughs) Uh, and then just a whole long string of one-star reviews. Yep. Oh, and a picture. Oh, this is classic. Somebody captions this. It's a it's a parking towing sign, but 90% of it has been faded away into nothing. And the caption says, silly me, how could I have possibly missed the sign when I parked my car at night? I deserve to pay $143 <laughs> for my ignorance. Man, I'm getting mad. We need <laughs> when, to move on. Um, when Jeremy and I started dating or hanging out or whatever... His car got towed from my from my condo complex. Andy had a visitor sticker, but they had changed the sticker a couple weeks before, and they still towed oh, him. That cost sake. us $350. <gasps> for fuck's sake. Yep. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to fight this. And they just laughed, and they said, go ahead. We take lots of pictures. <laughs> and it wasn't even there. I mean, it's not the... In that, it was my homeowners association. It was not the, um, it was not the towing place because they're just mm-hmm. told do this, and it was an old sticker. It's funny to me because that condo association was in a land with no laws, right? I mean, otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, right. Exactly. Well, and also it, um, they didn't mail them out. They handed it. You had to go over to someone's house. And knock on the door and ask for them. Well, that's BS. Oh, well, then we know which yeah. house to burn down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, be... Mike is getting mad. Yeah. You have to be careful and there, mad. though, because they're all attached. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, wet, I'll wet down the, co- the adjacent condos and then uh, burn the one in the middle. Uh, well, let's save Mike from his rage. It's too early in the show to be this mad, Mike, and go to something much happier. Um, One of the other things that we talked about in business on the recap last time was all the new pet additions. We had Percy joined the Frizzell Cullen household, and Meredith adopted, frankly, the cutest cat in the world in Bear. And and, (laughs) oh, by the way, she has a new niece. (laughs) That's like the asterisk to all of that. But Christy... You can add something to this topic. I we got a new puppy. Oh yay! yay. I call all Cute. dogs puppies. He's five. <laughs> oh, whatever. He he had the name. So we found him because a friend of a friend um, put on Facebook that they're trying to rehome this dog, and my friend who's been trying to get me to get a replacement dog for Brody. Um, when he passed away in March, um, 
he so she sent it to me and was like look how cute this dog is you need it and I was like oh, I don't know I don't think we're ready and then uh, a couple weeks later um Jeremy said if you give me a dog for my birthday I wouldn't be upset and I was like it's on and I <laughs> sent a text and I was like is that dog still available I didn't think it would be because it had been almost a month since they were tempting me with the cute pictures and they said, yeah, it's it's still available. So we met up with the dog and had a dumb name. Its name was Bullet. Oh. And it's a Chihuahua, a Dachshund, and maybe Corgi mix. It's super cute. Um, and we brought it home and we surprised Elliot and she cried and it was so cute. I have the video if anyone wants to see it. Um, and he, he was um, locked up for 20 hours a day in a crate and um so we have definitely given him a better life we take him on walks every day and he sleeps with us and yeah a much better life i think we met mike and emily for dinner the night before we went to meet him isn't that right mike i think so yeah because mike's like if you don't take that dog i'm coming back and (laughs) rescuing it (laughs) because we were telling the story like he was crated all day but the guy worked from home so he was home in the house, and the dog just was crated all day. And that so we were really awful. sad about that. I know. So he's he's super sweet, and we changed his name to Buddy because we didn't think Bullet fit him really well. We all end up calling our male dogs Buddy yeah. anyway. I mean, yeah, exactly. Like we kind of called Brody Buddy, and um, yeah. we're like the dogs always have lots of nicknames, especially around me. Um, I wanted it to kind of sound like the name he was used to. Um, so I was leaning mm-hmm. towards mullet because he is short and long, um, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> but Buddy definitely fits <laughs> better. Um, he's just so lovey. He does the same thing that Abby does where she just lays on her back and shows her genitalia. Um, he does that a lot and it's super cute. Um, he also does this thing that we've been trying to get on camera where he puts one up ear straight up and then the other one is floppy. So I, I, I need to get a picture of that so I can post it. But, um, yeah, he's super cute. I'm a little worried if he's dachshund and chihuahua and possibly corgi. Does he even have legs? Or does he just, like, right. slither along <laughs> the ground? Around. Tiny. Tiny little legs. <laughs> just one, just a little bit off of being a really cute snake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's a snake with little stubs. Um, he but he does love to run. It's like his favorite thing. Our new oh, thing God. that we do yeah. is throw one of his squeaky toys downstairs, and he grabs it and he runs all around the house, circles up, and then runs up and jumps on our bed, and then does it over and over and over again. And then he sometimes runs on um, a trail near our house with Jeremy. So that's a way to yeah, Abby loves to run more than any of our animals, and she is the least equipped to do it. But, you know, she just tears across the yard. Yeah. <laughs> Christy, didn't you say that he um, he moves his toys around? Weren't you saying that the other yeah. night? Oh, yeah. He takes his toys. So we just noticed this. Stra- well, he has a couple strange behaviors that I've never seen before. So I often go into our big chat and ask people who have lots of dogs or have had dogs in their life. Hey, has anyone noticed this behavior? So one is he fills his mouth up with food and then brings it into the living room and spits it out on the floor and then eats it one at oh, a time. No. 
and I think it's just that he just wants to be with us. Like the, oh. he does this usually when we're hanging out in the living room. Um, mm. And then he eats one, one little bite at a time. And then a new behavior is he takes all of his toys one at a time, puts them in the yard in a pile and, and then, um, then goes back and then does that again, just moves them around all around in these piles like he's hoarding them or something. Anne would understand that behavior. That's that's inventory. That's inventory. <laughs> he's keeping track of all of it. He's got oh, some so spreadsheets somewhere. Yeah. Oh yeah, he yeah. definitely does. Um, yeah. We're so, missing one. We're missing one. <laughs> Who? Anyone seen this toy? And the the first thing we did the day that we got him, I made a vet appointment because he wasn't fixed, and they were the owners were like, "Well, he kind of." he's having a habit of marking a lot. And I was like, well, oh, first God. of all, don't keep him in a, in a crate for 20 hours and then don't walk him. That could help. Also maybe get him fixed. When you have two other female dogs around the house, a dog's going to mark like oh, that's man. just going to happen. So, um, we fixed him and then they also had to pull nine of his teeth. He, what? he's never going to want to go back to the vet. <laughs> his teeth were like completely rotten. What's wrong with these people? I don't know. They had never taken him to the vet. So I asked for, because they, they had a rabies um, tag on him. So I was like, oh, can you get me the, um, they wouldn't get, they didn't, they kept saying, oh, we'll get you the vet um, records, but they just didn't. They're like, oh, I don't know where they are. So I called the vet that was listed on the tag and they said, oh, they only brought him in once. And we said, he needs to be fixed. He needs to have vaccines and he needs uh, his teeth to be cleaned and they didn't actually ever come back to do any of that stuff so his poor little teeth were all rotten i have a, so much arson to do this does explain why mike pissed on all the corners of the last recap <laughs> <laughs> so yeah he's super cute well he's gonna have I a sh- much better life with you guys yeah yeah for sure responsible Welcome, owners buddy. Yes, and we love him so much. I'm Good. assuming we they can were like, oh, get a buddy picture they, for he, the show picture. Oh, for sure, for sure. He they said, oh, he really just doesn't like his nails to be clipped, so they just didn't do it. Yeah, most dogs hate it, right? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so the, I mean, so another option is take them on a lot of walks because walking on yeah. the sidewalk makes those nails like grind down. But they didn't mm. do that either. They just are like, oh, yeah. it's okay. No, it's not. So he had like Guinness Book of World Record nails when he <laughs> right. got to you. Yeah. I, I stopped him from putting like glitter and sparkles and stuff sure. on it. So. Calling attention to him. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, welcome, buddy, to the LRB family. Yes. We'll uh, look forward to lots of updates and lots of pictures. Yes. All right. Let's get to it get to the important stuff let's open up the mailbag and uh we got a lot of emails this month a lot a lot of emails and there's no way we can go through all of these but we have selected a few uh christy do you want to start with the uh criticisms for this month (laughs) sure um i picked these because as the resident vegetarian-ish person on the um podcast i decided to speak to this <clears throat> so this one came in ish. on sep- ish. <laughs> uh 
Um, I recently added bacon um, to, but I had, I started not eating meat when I was 10. Um, added fish probably about 10 years ago. And then in the last year or two added bacon because bacon is delicious. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I had a bacon wrap date at a restaurant and I never looked back. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was the first one from September 25th. There is nothing more useless than listening to a guy who doesn't follow through on anything and admittedly lacks self-control talk about how they're moving toward vegetarianism. He didn't have pepperoni pizza on his pizza. Hooray for you. (laughs) Is that the um, hooray for you? (laughs) He did have ham, but no pepperoni is progress. (laughs) I mean, there are people who are um, very pro-vegetarian, pro-vegan that say even if if everybody in the world didn't eat meat one day a week, that would save, I don't know, a lot of animals. I don't know the stats. So, yay, hooray for him, mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess. Um, and then the second one came in today, it looks like. Same from Crit. Luke needs to stop talking and thinking about eating less meat or even talking about eating less meat. Neither is at all notable or interesting. Now, if he actually attempts to start a vegetarian diet, I may be mildly interested in how that goes. I'd say he he would last a week. Tops. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So my theory on this, on Luke's wanting to move, is it's partly... I. Everybody I know that falls in love with an animal as deeply as he has with his pets, it starts to think, hmm, I'm eating an actual thing, you know, like a being. (laughs) And they start Mm -hmm. to think about that. Usually that's before you're 40 something years old. It's usually when you're younger. But um, so there's that. But also Luke is so um, weird about his diet and what he eats that this is another way to limit his eating. It's almost an eating disorder at this point because he doesn't care about the animals really. I mean, there's a, a part about that, but if he did, he, you know what I, I mean? Like he eats a lot of cheese. He eats a lot of, he doesn't actually know what happens to the animals. I mean, he's said a couple things like, oh, they probably live terrible lives or whatever. But I think this is, wanting to be really restrictive of food and 10% caring about the animals. What do you guys think? I think what might push him over the top is if he watched some really frank and gross uh, documentaries about animal treatment. But Mm -hmm. short of that, I I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, this actually reminds me of Jeremy did watch a couple documentaries about where food comes from and he decided he was going to be vegan and he's so much like Luke that like he even listened to this episode and just started laughing and is like oh my gosh we're so alike um Mm -hmm. there was one I didn't even know that he was deciding that he was going to be vegan he was like I don't even think he had talked about it and we were going on the to a fourth of July thing and I went with a friend and we went and bought food for the picnic that we were going to bring. It was like potluck style. And she's like, oh, you should bring fried chicken 
for um, Ellie and Jeremy. And so I did. And I come back and he goes, you knew I was trying to be vegan. Why would I eat that? I'm like, no, you weren't trying. And guess what? He ate it. (laughs) 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 I didn't know you were trying to be vegan. How I didn't want to keep up on your weird diet. Um, He's currently not eating carbs and he just decided that I'm just I'm gonna do keto and I said okay well do you know like keto is like very precise you have to check your blood levels and like all this stuff and you have to make sure and he goes oh well I'm just not gonna do it that way I'm just gonna eat less carbs and then he's like what's a carb (laughs) oh my god (laughs) because I was like well there's lots of different there you can do a South Beach way or you can do Atkins way or you can do just like not not eating you can eat fruits and vegetables but not just bread and sugar. like what which way are you gonna do i don't know like <laughs> i have a question when okay when the gout takes him over <laughs> will he is eating fruits and vegetables i'm making sure of that will dolly be able to move him to the emergency room <laughs> <laughs> right He's eating lots of fruits and vegetables, but also he does this weird thing where he wakes up at two o'clock in the morning um, and cooks salami in the microwave. Oh, sure. And makes salami chips. Yeah. And then comes and eats them in bed. Oh, oh no, 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 no. That's a party foul. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Luckily, luckily he figured out how to work the microwave because it is pretty complicated. Well, it is. Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, no, honestly, he is. In a way, like Luke, because he only knows how to push the buttons. And so sometimes he'll put something in for five minutes that only needs 30 seconds. Because he only knows how to push that. So there's these burnt little pieces of salami. And he comes upstairs and eats them. And then sometimes just the smell of it wakes me up. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, because I'm sound asleep. And I'll wake up and I'll go, God, what's that smell? Is the house burning? Did an animal just die in the room? (laughs) I'm not mad anymore. I'm just disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Christy, as far as Luke goes, I think you're right. I don't, I wouldn't make a guess as to what the percentages are of caring about animals versus a new diet scheme. But I think you're very right in that he's on the lookout for some set of rules that he can just mm-hmm. follow that where he won't have to make hard choices because the choices will already have been made for him. I mm-hmm. understand that a lot. I followed a really restrictive diet for a lot of years and then eventually I was so unhappy. I just had to stop, but it works better for Luke than it works for me. I mean, he's far less disciplined, but he's also naturally a pretty skinny person. So I mean, Mm -hmm. I think if he stopped his occasional binging on two frozen pizzas, I don't know how often he actually does that. But if he stopped the binging and he didn't drink as much, although he has gotten better about that, I think that he'd have better success than all this game playing that he does with his nutrition. Well, honestly, if he just stuck to one program for a long time, no matter Mm -hmm. what it is, it would work. Yeah, he seems to but like cycle. Yeah, he cycles mm-hmm. on and off the low carb stuff. Imagine how thin he could be, and yet how high his blood pressure could be if he had just kept eating ham and pickles all these years. Oh my yeah. god! Ugh. 
That is like almost Jeremy's diet, but add salami and minus ham. And plus a microwave. Plus microwave. That sounds great. We have eaten all of Josh's pickles, though, so that is almost done. Josh does have the best pickles. Tell him to make some more. (laughs) And his blood pressure has dropped. Jeremy's? That's good. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. By a lot. Hmm. (laughs) Well, he found the secret. If... If if uh, if anyone wants his diet plan, I can send it to you. <laughs> I'll pass. Okay. Only th- yeah. only thirty four <laughs> emails to go, guys. All right. Yeah. <laughs> On the twenty seventh of September, we got one from Sam. Uh, I really love Sam's imagery in this email. She says, listening to Wednesday's show and the guy's incredible inability to understand insurance, successfully book a haircut, and desperate need for Disney birds to groom them as they skip through town provides a depressing window into how much Genevieve and Carrie must have to save their butts on the reg. P.S. Hate to ladies plain, but their confusion about the financial viability of salons shows their incredible lack of understanding as to the astronomical prices of women's haircuts. Oy vey. Now, what this conjured for me was Andrew, uh, like that scene in Cinderella where the birds and the mice are like uh, sewing the dress for her and all the ribbons are coming mm-hmm. up. And so there's Cinderandy. With all the little woodland creatures taking care of him every day. And then I started to wonder uh, what Disney Princess Luke would be. And I couldn't figure out anything other than um, the genie from Aladdin. But then I had a vision of them as um, um, Pumbaa and Timon from The Lion King. And I laughed for a really long time. Yeah, (laughs) that's more accurate. Yep. I'm just stuck on the visual of like a bluebird poking out from behind Andrew's beard, and I can't get past that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like grooming, like picking little like gray strands yeah. out of his beard, or getting the little pieces of sausage that have gotten <laughs> stuck in there. Sure. <laughs> All right. On the 28th of September, we got a uh, throw your phone from Farron who is a hairstylist, and she says, hold on, I'm listening to Thursday's show, and did Andrew just say he sweats enough sitting at a desk for an hour doing TBTL that he may have to change his shirt? What the fuck is he doing griping (laughs) about the girl cutting his hair being possibly in the same state after what I will just guess, based on my average day at work, could be eight hours of standing, running, blow-drying, problem-solving, customer service, arm work, squats, and Lord knows what else in the middle of summer heat while trying to remain cool, calm, and reasonably interesting on the outside. If I had to build build time into every day to change clothes and cool down between clients, your haircuts would have to be $70. More to say, but still, hashtag end of rant. <laughs> I hear you, Farron. <laughs> I hear you. I am always so impressed with hairdressers' ability to hold their arms up like that. I mean, they mm-hmm. must have shoulders and deltoids of steel. Mm-hmm. Agree. Yeah, I have to change a light bulb, and I'm crying after like five <laughs> seconds. Oh, it's too bad. I can't hold my arm up here. Yeah, that's, and honestly, what's the big deal about being sweaty? Is Andrew have like stinky sweat? Is it acrid sweat? Because then you might want to address that. He did need to throw a shirt out, an undershirt out. 
Yeah, but true, true. I don't know. I sweat like crazy at the gym, but I'm never aware that like the stink waves are coming off of me. And he takes like two showers a day. You've mm-hmm. never noticed those doodles just flying off you in every direction? Those squiggly lines? I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to September 29th. This is from listener Jeremy. Listening to Friday's LRB and hearing the Boot the Boys episode uh, discussed as a, quote, witch's coven of hosts was fantastic. Now I need a mug of Anne, Meredith, Hillary, and Christy in hats with witch's coven on it. Maybe pulling design inspiration from the old Bewitched intro? I don't know. I'm kind of drunk and writing this on public transportation. So who knows if this is a good idea or not. Jeremy, I think it's a great idea. We need it someone is. to now I just someone has to draw it. Yeah. yeah. Draw it or edit it or Photoshop it or whatever we know. It's a great idea. I love this idea. It's a shame that we didn't get what ahead was... of it for Halloween, but that's okay. What is, it, what is that witch's movie that has Bette Midler in it? Hocus Pocus? Mm. Yes! <laughs> I picture us looking like that. I'm looking it up right now. All right, while you do that, uh, 9.30, Callie writes in and says, uh, I think number 2734, either Monday or Tuesday, Luke, your pets are not cartoon animals, too excited, Marks. Uh, yes, I agree that... Olive is not evil and does not harbor murderous thoughts in her head because she's an animal. She is not good or bad. I guarantee you she does not care whether she kills a bunny. Yes, she plays with them. Animals do engage in play. Their behavior probably evolved to encourage kittens to hone their hunting skills. He's talked about Rudy this way too. Rudy does not have an inner dialogue. She's a dog. If she has one, it goes food, food, toy, sleep, food. Also, is this a wild is this wild animal refuge ever going to tell them to stop bringing them bunnies? It's not like they're under threat of extinction. Thank goodness Andrew said something, but still Luke thinks about his pets in a weird way. I don't think Luke thinks about his pets in a weird way. I think a lot of us who own pets are do weird. Assign human qualities. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, uh we assign human qualities to them because it's fun, it's entertaining. I mean, Emily has voices for most of the mm-hmm. most of the animals here. Um, we have fun with it and, and it's, I, I think Luke knows in his heart that, that, uh, Olive's not, and he said, Olive's not evil. And he said before that Rudy doesn't really have these thoughts. So he, he knows. And as far as the, the bunnies go, I've, it, boy, at Kyle, did we see some awful things happening to some bunnies in our yard? Um, if there's a shelter that will take bunnies and fix them up and put them back out i mean it's up to the shelter to tell them not to bring the bunnies so you know if it makes carrie and or luke feel better to um try to get you know to try to help a bunny survive that's fine um i i don't know i i, I don't feel like i feel like you, you should vote your conscience with with things like this and 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 i'm fine with people that don't assign like qualities to pets or whatever not everyone's going to be weird like like we are and like Luke is or whatever. And Meredith is definitely on this page too. She has, she has a rich, rich uh, life going on for all those uh, pets in her house. And it's a lot of fun. And, and that's one of the reasons we have pets. So let's, uh, let's dial it back a notch. (laughs) I'm 100% with Callie on this. I think you people are nut burgers. 
all those photos posted on the internet of whatever the dog shaming ones where you put the sign on the dog. The dog's not ashamed. <laughs> the dog doesn't give a fuck. Animals we know are this. not people. <laughs> and we know this. That's the joke. That's a joke. Well, maybe That's you know joke. this, but I'm really not con- convinced about a lot of other people. Actually, I'm not convinced okay. about you either, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> we're just we're just seconds away from um, a buddy murdering some bunnies around here. Mm-hmm. He because we're ju- the, we have a bunch of them. They actually just ate all of Jeremy's grass back here um, again. So he. We're ready. We're ready for him to get just, to murdering, buddy. Yep. <laughs> Was it Abby that murdered the bunnies? Um, we're not. We're not entirely sure. Uh, she found them. We know she at least found them. And mm. then when the when the mother came back and to you know to check on them, and they were all dead, the mother screamed, mm-hmm. and uh, mm. it was a bad scene. I mean, Abby led the police to the body bodies <laughs> essentially. <laughs> Because I I was reading about dachshunds because I didn't know much, but they were like bred for hunting mm. rats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, moles, voles, rats, stoats, bunnies, anything that anything that hangs out in Everything hedges I or hate. in small holes underground. Yep. Yeah. So I'm excited for dead rats and bunnies. Oh as long as he doesn't she bring it into the anything that house. has a calorie involved. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of nuts, on to, to uh, October 1st from listener Scott. Uh, must remember to finish my coffee before diving into a Friday show. Hot on the heels of, quote, nut butter talk. Bobby wondered if he'd sufficiently covered the dress. Had to stop the show to clean up my expired coffee. Thanks for making me laugh. This has been a great show so far. Okay, back to the show. I don't actually remember the context for what I said, but I'm glad it made him laugh. Uh, it, was it was the, the tutu. Amazon stuff, right? Yep, it was the tutu oh, oh, that oh, Meredith ended oh, up buying. Oh, right. <laughs> Very good. Uh, and it looks good. The tutu worked out nicely. Completely mm-hmm. appropriate way. All right. Um, ten, ten three, Megan. Uh, oh, I love I love when Megan writes in. I really do. Uh, why must Andrew continue to say, I can associate with that? Some well-meaning pedant. Is it pedant or pedant? Pedant. It's pedant. Pedant. I don't want to get in trouble. So, um, even brought it up on Facebook, and he got quite shirty about it. I love shirty as well. That needs to needs to be in our vocabulary more often. Um, probably why he had to leave Facebook. But I thought maybe his legendary self doubt would slowly kick in to get him to switch to. I can relate to that. But no, for some reason, this is the one place where he shows complete confidence. In conclusion, Bohemoth. Thank you, Megan. Surely nails it on that last point there. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, I, I can associate with that as something that's like almost makes sense, but not quite. When you stop well, to it think can about make it. sense if it's said in the right context. It's not a faulty phrase. But it has to apply, and and when he uses it, it very rarely applies in that way. Mm. Well, um, I respect um, your pedantry, Megan, but uh, that's not even on the top (laughs) ten list of things that Andrew says that bugs me. (laughs) 
And it's not even a grammatical thing, but I cringe every time he says that something is tons of fun. Mm. Just listen for it. He says it a lot. No, no. <laughs> uh, let's go to one from Heather from the 14th. She, I love this, you guys. She says, you cause me a dilemma every Sunday night. Do I listen as soon as it drops and end up staying up too late? Or can I possibly hold out until Monday morning getting ready, thereby giving me a pleasant start to the week? The answer is obvious. I should wait, but it's been months since I could manage to. Delayed gratification is not my strong suit. Oh, uh-huh. Heather, that's so Monday sweet. Monday morning, this this Monday morning must have been a real, a real tough one for you. <laughs> I have podcasts. I mean, staying like up till three thirty in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I apologize a little bit for this because when I'm editing the recap and being on the East Coast, the time it posts is heavily dependent on how tired I am and or how much football I'm watching. Uh, Mm -hmm. I will often get the – I won't bore everyone with the details of how we, uh, to borrow a phrase, warg into the posting of the show through Squarespace. (laughs) That's not right, Bobby. Oh, is it not? I am, I, am I not using that right? Uh, no. But at any rate, uh, often I will just want to make sure I do it before I fall asleep so that I don't have to rush into it in the morning and have everyone waiting and wondering where it is. So especially if you're on the West Coast, uh, yeah, Sunday night is often, you know, Sunday evening when it posts, but better, better early than not, right? I just took my cues from you and I post it before I go to bed. You know, we could be smart and use the Libsyn delayed launch to... Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> we could launch it right at midnight or something. <laughs> but we've gotten messages. If if it doesn't post until 6 or 7 in the morning on Monday, people are looking for us. Mm-hmm. Which I find flattering because we've proven to be reliable, which is like the number one thing. <laughs> well, you know, you do get into your patterns, There are certain Mm -hmm. podcasts I like to listen to at certain times or for certain tasks, or they get me in the right mood that I want to be in. And so if something goes awry and it's not there, I'm like, well, now what do we do? Right. There's like my shower podcast, my sweeping podcast, my dishes podcast, you know. We're so glad to be a part of your rut, everyone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, This goes to... Uh, 1015 from Kristen. This is a short and sweet one. Hug my phone. It says, huh, my phone, but I think it meant to be hug my phone. LRB number 355. (laughs) And this reads out as a script. Anne, colon. Oh, that's a good idea. Hillary, colon. I know. (laughs) That's, that's Hillary distilled. That's. And me reading this is a birthday present. So happy birthday, Hillary. <laughs> you know, That's one, of the, essential, Hillary. one of the things that I love about Hillary is that she, I don't even know how to say it. Like, there are a lot of times that I would like to say, yeah, I'm awesome this way. Or, yeah, I'm good at that. But I don't because I'm so afraid of, um, I don't know, feeling like I shouldn't brag as a Minnesotan, that's one thing you're absolutely not supposed mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. And Hillary is like, yeah, whatever. I'm awesome. And I, I right. think that's really healthy <laughs> and wonderful. And she is awesome. Yeah. So she should say it. 
she and Phyllis, I think, have taught us all a lot about, yep. you know, mm-hmm. blowing our own horns, you know, just be proud of what you're good at. Mm-hmm. And in Hillary's case, it's everything. So Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's too bad she's so boring. But other than that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, moving on to uh, 1023 from Michelle Z, my, um, my stump buddy. Uh, and she says, I hugged my phone for you. My dad passed away this week, 10, 14, and jail dude had made me a mini support group weeks leading up to this. Um, well, let me just, let me just give you an aside at, at this point. Um, her, her dad was, uh, going through, you know, some end of life stuff and, and, um, she was still trying to get him to, you know, participate in some like physical rehabilitation or whatever just to try to extend his time on earth so i I brought in barb and amy to help help talk to talk to her about it um and then while i was in colorado for the services uh and start cleaning out his house i did a lot of driving i could not handle my normal politics pods but catching up on lrb friday episodes were just what i needed hearing christy's giggle made the corners of my mouth turn up channeling my misplaced anger through ann's rants Old man noises from Mike, Bobby, <laughs> Bobby uh, making side comments that were hilarious that no one acknowledged. Sorry, Bobby. Uh, H-bomb with cute kid stories and preparing for her birthday with a third piercing and the MVH dropping science and math facts and sharpshooting. You were all my BFFs for five days. I enjoyed them so much. <clears throat> I even went back to re-listen to some older episodes. Thanks for getting me through a tough week. Peace and love. Now that, Michelle, makes all this BS we do worth it. Yep. At least for me. What do you guys think? (laughs) (laughs) It's great. It's great to... It's great to have friends all over the country. It's great to make connections every day and even when I listen back to a show and I'm like oh my god could I be any dumber or why would anybody even want to listen to this or why doesn't anyone stop tell me to stop talking the idea that there's people out there who know us pretty well you know like I feel like I know Luke and Andrew very well from listening to DPTL for this long. And there are people out there listening who are starting to get a good measure on us too. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really cool that I get to be myself, probably more myself than I am with the average person that I interact with in my life. And that there are people out there who hear that and appreciate that. I mean, in my own selfish uh, way, that's been a real benefit for me. Yeah, I mean, we just went to Chicago because um, Ellie fell in love with Joe McCauley when she was here a couple years ago. And so she picked to go to Chicago for her birthday to hang out with Joe. And so we did that. And um, Ellie was like, now, how do we know her again? And I was like, oh, from TBTL. And like, I start thinking about it. And all of my real life friends are from this podcast and Mm -hmm. that's so strange Mm -hmm. um but cool at the same time and then ellie was like do we know do you know andrew uh do you know andrew and nick in real life 
<laughs> she calls Luke Aunt Nick now. So <laughs> So there's that. Yeah, I, actually, I actually know Nick well enough to, to call him by his other name, which is Luke. <laughs> I was like, um, his name's Luke, and remember you were just teaching him how to dance. She's like, oh, yeah. She was over hearing the story mm-hmm. anyways. And I was like, I mean, I... I know her because of this podcast. Like that's that's kind of that's strange true. and cool at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Michelle, we hope that you are doing well, doing okay. I saw some of your Facebook posts that you made about your dad, and uh, and uh, I hope that uh, you're at peace. Oh, and we should also say, I mean, along the same lines, not to be. Too much of a downer, but uh, Jack Taylor's mom also passed within the last couple of weeks, and he put a long post on Facebook about her and her life, and she seemed like just an amazing woman. And you know, amazing people make amazing kids, and Jack and Michelle are incredible people, and I'm so glad that I have the chance to get to know them and interact with them, and this is it's quite something. Isn't it? I don't know that I can describe it more than that. It almost makes you think about a little bit about a higher power. And I I don't believe in that, but it does seem to be kind of a wondrous thing to be making these connections with people that you would otherwise have no way to know exist in this world. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway... That was kind of metaphysical of me, but uh, <laughs> let's close up the mailbag for tonight. Keep them coming, guys. They are so great and so funny and so interesting, and we very frequently, in fact, we usually discuss them when we get it, we'll all get an alert that we got an email, and then somebody will be like, well, I really like the thing that so-and-so said, so we'll have this like mm-hmm. immediate discussion about your email. So even if we don't talk about it on the Mailbag Show, rest assured, we are definitely talking about it to each other. Usually right. spearheaded by Phyllis, who <laughs> really, really wants to be involved with the program and can't. Yeah. She's usually the first one to go and say, oh, the latest, throw your phone, awesome. Uh-huh. Well, let's go on to the other topic that we've got teed up for tonight. I want to talk about podcast sponsors because it's a thing. I mean, I don't know very many shows at all who don't do any kind of advertising, at least not the ones who have pretensions to be making money and be kind of a professional enterprise. Um, My dad wrote a porno doesn't run ads anymore they did they did for the first couple of seasons but then this current one they don't have any ads at all and they're super successful but other than that isn't it a season-long ad for a for uh some pots and pans that are made in England (laughs) and Scotland yes Mm -hmm. well they're making so much money on their live show and Uh live shows and the and all the swag that they're selling that I don't think they need to Uh, anymore it reminds me little uh Middle-aged momish ten mugs are still available at LittleRedBandWagon.com. <laughs> well, and crazily enough, the people on my dad were a porno. That is not their full-time job now. They all have careers that they do. Uh, I was going to say on the side to this, but that might be accurate. I don't know. But uh, for most podcasts, it seems like the same rotating cast of characters for the most part as far as the sponsors go and I just I want to start out with 
this topic by saying, guys, why doesn't ZipRecruiter sponsor us? Because they sponsor every other fucking podcast on this planet. And why are they not sponsoring Little Red Bandwagon? Um, well, I haven't looked into their relatively new one, but when we were first starting and I was looking into this kind of stuff, there are ones like Sherry's Berries. We could easily get a sponsorship by them, but it's just like our Amazon link. So you just, Mm -hmm. you're an affiliate and the more people you send it. So a lot of them are affiliates. We could probably get a Blue Apron one too. Um, but I don't know how ZipRecruiter actually works it just seems like they don't have a whole lot of standards when it comes to what programs they advertise on because it's (laughs) all of them there can't be that many people looking for jobs right no and i think jeremy's used them to hire people he's often hiring people and and he said that it's kind of garbage oh yeah i've heard him say that too and what's this other note you've got here about what is up with online mattresses? Oh, that's that, that's my other general question. <laughs> um, what is with the proliferation of online mattress companies? <laughs> I mean, there's Mattress Firm and Casper, and which one did you guys you guys have used them, right? Yeah, both yeah, Christy and Bobby. One. Yeah. yeah, I have one, but I didn't hear about it on a podcast. Um, mine is Loom and Leaf, and Jer- uh, Bobby's is something else and this and that, Yeah, right? Tuft and Needle. These could both be yeah. bars in Portland or in Ballard. <laughs> right, Ballard. Mm-hmm. You can go there and throw an axe, have and a <laughs> microbrew. I found mine because I Googled, um, I, I don't even remember what the other one was at the time, but there was two advertising on all the podcasts, Casper and something else. Purple? And I found a... a comparison site and then they went through every mattress possible and then that's how I came up with Lumen Leaf as the it's, one I wanted to get. It seems like such an odd thing to sell that way. You know, that it does, such a but- large physical object that you would think that you'd want to test different levels of firmness, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. That all of a I was sudden really nervous about it. It's it's the online mattress wars are heating up and I don't know whose idea that was and how it got to be such a huge thing. I think it's super smart because you, you ever drive around town and you see like dozens of mattress stores and nobody is in them. You know, and you're like right. what why are you paying all this rent? You know, yeah. to have three annoying salespeople just jibber jabber into each other. You know, if you can if you can trick people into ordering your mattresses online, just think about how much better that would be for your business. We like our tough to needle. I think it's bringing prices down. Yeah, it it does. It, they're much less. Yeah. So that was the other thing is I have one that I got at a mattress store that I love. That's now our um, guest bed. And so I was between that. I wanted to test it out because I like a certain type and feel and um when you're spending that much money you want it to last a long time so Mm -hmm. in the comparison and a lot of these online ones have a hundred day guarantee and they'll come and take it away and then donate it somewhere or whatever so they just sent you like 400 books of stamps (laughs) (laughs) but but don't you think they kind of bank on the fact that once you get it in your house and it's so big and it would yeah. be such a pain in the ass to send it back that you're more likely not to send it back. 
Oh, probably. Yeah, probably. Did I tell you guys that I tried to rebox our king size tufting needle mattress when we moved into the house? And oh, I don't have a video of that. <laughs> Why did you do that? <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to move it because when we moved it from Rhode Island to the apartment, they had to like, we had movers helping us and they folded it in half and put tension straps around it. Uh, but when it got to the apartment, it had been really cold on the truck. And because it's foam, it had sort of frozen into a taco. <laughs> Abby would love to sleep in that. <laughs> and it took a couple hours for it to like completely, it did eventually retake its shape. Um, but I wanted, I'd move, we moved without movers from the apartment to the house and I just wanted to, to do it myself. And so I bought one of those big bags that you put around mattresses when you move them and they're theoretically airtight. And then I took Sam's amazing shark vacuum and I hooked it up to the end of it and I started sucking air what? out of it. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I got it. I got it pretty far along. But then eventually the vacuum was just not powerful enough. Like if we'd have a big bucket shop vac, I sure. think I could have actually gotten it pretty thin and then just rolled it up. Uh, you could have used one of my uh, one of my legs to to suck the air out of that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it failed miserably, and I ended up just having a, a fifteen dollars worth of bag and tape all over the living room or the bedroom. <laughs> I wish that, get back that to Sam the bag had tape. recorded that. She was not home. I know better than Because that would have been a good YouTube. It would yeah. have been the those reverse videos of people unpacking right. their. Reboxing. <laughs> uh, after all that, I ended up folding it in half with some tension straps. And just dragging right. it down the stairs and throwing it in the back of a pickup truck. Bringing it straight here. The professional here. guys that do it for a living knew what they were doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah turns out, turns out they, they they had a handle on the technology needed to to transport a mattress. I still did it with no help, though, and I'm so glad. I don't think anybody saw me, but I got it home, and then I just texted Sam, and I was like, hey, the mattress is at the house. Don't ask any questions. <laughs> yeah. Best, best we just not talk about it for a while. It, it is done. That's what you just put in the text. It is done. No questions, please. All right. Well, let's talk some specifics. Uh, anybody want to start and talk about exactly the the sponsors they have patronized due to TBTL to ones? Well, sure. Um, sure. Uh, I'll go first. I bought my dad's sock club for Christmas and for two years and he loves it he sends me a picture every year but then he took me aside and he's like maybe we stop the sock club because uh, i have too many socks now <laughs> and i was like Old oh yeah 24 socks <laughs> yeah he was, he's like i already have two drawers full of socks i i'm good yeah. and um then i was like we'll get rid of some and he's like but i love them all i can't uh -huh. um so then i got him broadcast coffee mm -hmm. um the subscription and he loved it, except for he's like, I don't drink that much coffee, so you can stop that too. Um, <laughs> he's just impossible to buy for. Sorry, Barry. Yeah, but it's good coffee. I've been to a location, and I really like it. And it's not one of those overwhelmingly hipster coffee places where I go in there and I don't feel like I'm cool enough or smart enough to actually order anything. Um, so that's good. Um, but I am an RX bar head. Oh, are you? Have you guys tried these? <laughs> mm -hmm. I've seen them at the grocery store, but I've never bought any. 
I, I think they're delicious. I like them. Yeah. I, I um know. I I've had kind bars. I assume that they're along the same lines and I really don't like them at all. The, different. They're, they're closer mm-hmm. to a cliff bar than a than a kind bar, but they're um mm-hmm. they don't have that half baked disgustingness that I think a cliff bar has. The the only yeah, thing I'm is they're really the sticky. Because it's just dates. Like it mm-hmm. it's all mm-hmm. um so it's all just f- vegetable i mean fruits it's just fruits a couple nuts or whatever egg whites um, i think egg whites and there's like chocolate the chocolate flavor just has um unsweetened chocolate in pieces in it like chips um and then the peanut butter one has like peanuts or whatever but um the sea salt chocolate one is delicious and i don't usually like those bars um just for that that reason they're just kind of feel like you're eating cardboard but i actually do like these hmm. and they're not full of sugar and they're not nasty yeah so i i i haven't tried any of the fruit ones i know andrew talks about how he's super into the fruit ones and um i haven't tried those yet have you had any <laughs> andrew's bottom? super into the fruit ones according to those scripted commercials yeah <laughs> It's it's strange to me it's because he talks about his Everlane clothes eighty percent of the time, but he must be talking about his RX bars at least twenty percent of the time, based right. on how much he loves them. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like the fruit ones. I actually don't go for the the chocolatey, caramely flavored type ones. I usually go toward the natural flavor. Like, well, chocolate's a natural flavor, but I usually go more toward the fruit flavored ones. And I I like the berry ones, the different berries. Um, not as much as Andrew does because that's, whew, but I do like them. A lot. Yeah. Okay. I'll try them. Yeah. I just, uh, um, I get the box from Costco, which has 12 and it's a really good price. So they don't have the berry in that. Mm. So that's why I haven't tried it, but I'll definitely get those next time. I get them on sale when they're on sale at Walgreens, <laughs> you know, the random day that they're five for $4 or something. And then I just get a bunch of them and throw them in the cabinet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think should, and- should TBTL be advertising items that you can buy at Walgreens? Well, p- part of the ad says you can't just yell TBTL at the at the checker and get the discount. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I should be ordering them from through the TBTL link. And I think I looked at it one day, but that was before I was ready to commit because I hadn't tried enough flavors yet. Now I probably could go yeah. back and order cases of them. Um, and they're, they'd probably, I mean, they probably would be a good after workout recovery Mm. bar just to have in your because they're kind of small too yeah but i don't usually eat breakfast so it's a good thing like i'll just have that and that ties me over till lunch um christy not to keep it moving but what's your beef with me undies it grosses me out i don't (laughs) want to hear any of the people i listen to podcasting talk about their underwear talk about how it's the best thing they've ever had um i don't like when they act well when some of them slip into saying the p word instead of undies um (laughs) i hate everything about it and i don't want to ever hear it again it was really jarring the first time i heard a me undies ad it was like on the bill simmons podcast (laughs) i'm like uh, I like Bill Simmons, but I really don't want to hear about where he's keeping his junk. But right. uh, the the product is good. I, I've in, I've inherited some because Emily orders 
boy panties a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And I inherited a pair once and she was like, you know, how'd you like that? And I said, I really liked it. And so she ordered me a bunch of them. I've never ordered any, any podcast stuff um, online, but I have been the, you know, the backstop for, <laughs> for stuff that Emily's mm-hmm. ordered because she has ordered uh, several different kinds of, of things. MeUndies, mean I wasn't wild about the MeUndies. I did try a pair. Um, I was also put off by the fact that I ordered one pair of boxers and it came with a MeUndies hat. Oh That's yeah, weird. yeah, we got that hat too. I have no idea what happened. It came to that with a hat. black hat embroidered with the Miyundi's yeah. text logo on it in white, as if it sure I'm going to be so happy about my one pair of Miyundi's boxers <laughs> that I'm going to proudly wear my Miyundi's hat. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Well, I think I think um, Emily finally got tired of seeing me wear underwear that I brought to the relationship <laughs> 10 years ago. <laughs> so she was like, yeah, maybe we should, you know, maybe we should throw some of that in the trash. Yeah. Do you do the laundry, Mike? Or does she? Uh, I do. Now we're, we've settled on where I do the, I do the, um, my laundry and, and like the linens and stuff like that. And she does her own because I've ruined a few of her things, of course, because she's a girl. That's why you haven't. Um, that's why you have old underwear. Because I just, I just throw it mm-hmm. away. Whenever, <laughs> right? She probably yeah. would have. She probably. That's what me. I do. Underwear I did, and socks. I did throw away one, one pair before the Meandy thing started, and that was when I shipped my pants at the discount <laughs> tire. I threw that one. <laughs> right. Good for that. Trash. A couple times a year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, every, uh, I've never done the sock club thing because I really just wear boring either black crew socks or white ankle socks but once every year or two i just go through and throw out basically every pair of socks i own and buy a few packs of new ones because they all reach various levels of worn out and stretched out and i was just looking at my socks today as i was packing for my upcoming latest trip and um i think i'm reaching that point i was sitting there thinking should i just should i just pull the plug do i need to take the nuclear option on my sock collection i think it's time Join sock club. <laughs> when I when I hear those sock club ads, I um, first thing that comes to mind is like you're barking up the wrong tree here, uh, <laughs> Mr. Podcast. It's offensive. Why can't they think about you when I know. they're doing those ads? It's very rude. I want to hear stump cover club that just just mm. narrow casts <laughs> to you mm-hmm. and Michelle, I guess. Yeah, yeah. there's a market out Promo there. Promo code Stumpy. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else, Christy? Finish up your list. Oh, um, let's see. Oh, I really want the away luggage. I don't understand how that works. That, that well, you haven't been listening to the DBTL ads. Oh, for the last right. No, weeks. that's the new one. That's the mm-hmm. new one, right? Right. Yep. So I was you... thinking it was like a piece of luggage, but it's a luggage. Hang service, on a second. Right? I'll remind nope, you what that commercial. What that commercial sounds it like. Is? Oh, it's the plug Can't get a again. new Sorry. suitcase from away. <laughs> <laughs> right. But you have to charge the suitcase before you can use right. the suitcase to well, charge your no, iPhone, right? So it's gonna... It has a pop-out battery. Well, regardless you of that, you're going to have battery. to charge something. You're going right. to have to think ahead at some point. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, right. and... 
I I do, I thought I wanted it. They they do talk it up um, because it has the separate dirty clothes thing, which I love that feature. Um, but I usually like ninety nine point nine percent of the time fly Alaska, and they have plugins at everything, so don't, it's not mm-hmm. even a worry. Mm-hmm. Well, I so have I guess extra, I don't need a two hundred dollar suitcase. I have an external battery that's just it's small. It's like the size of a mm-hmm. granola bar, and I just yeah. stick it. Yeah. In my carry-on. It's like no the size yep. of a, There's that an RX bar that you refuse to eat. So it's just always there. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to send you a case of those RX bars now. This is All not right. just a long like con any classy... from Anne to get us to send her things. Every couple of weeks right? something. <laughs> I just don't know if I like the RX bars or not. Seems pretty gross, guys. <laughs> I was very nervous at first, too. Especially because the, the ingredients that they list don't sound appetizing. Mm-hmm. So... To mm. me, when they're like, this is all we have in there, I'm like, yeah, but that's kind of gross. Egg whites and dates? No, thanks. Also, they write no BS as part of their list on yeah. those lists. And that's dumb. Yeah, I hate when places try to be all in your uh-huh. face with that. Here's yeah, what we don't cool. put in our product. You've been eating garbage because you're an idiot. Yeah. You need to eat this now, <laughs> dummy. <laughs> oh, right. Mike, you should Calm do live reads for... <laughs> Right. <laughs> I'm ready. Um, and of course, I've used Lyft and, and Uber, which are ones that advertise on places. Yeah. That's so funny. I don't even associate them with podcasts at all anymore. Although I remember when TBTL started doing Uber ads and I was mm-hmm. like, wait, what are, what are they talking about? But it's so ubiquitous now. Those companies have gotten so big mm-hmm. uh-huh. that I cease to think about them in a podcast way. And those those promo codes only work for the first time you've ever used it, and we've all used it now. So mm-hmm. that's true. The, they only right. work that first time, so you have to get a good one. Now I think Uber and Lyft are just the Coke and Pepsi. You know, they're just duking it out mm-hmm. for brand awareness and market saturation. Right. right. Yeah. Whoever brings the scooters first <laughs> is going to win. <laughs> I'm not taking one of those stupid scooters to her from the airport, so I don't think that's in my future. <laughs> All right, Bobby. Well, what is in your future or yeah. your present as far as uh, stuff goes? I've got goes? a pretty long long list here, so I'll just sort of lightning round it. Um, I remember when I got my first Harry's razor, uh, and the only one I've ever gotten, and it's because it was in the early days of Pesca's podcast, and I wanted to support him, even though I have a beard. <laughs> But I, f- I suppose. Yeah, that's you just don't. I go, I go through a razor every two weeks, maybe. I think I've had the same and, handle. Yeah, when you have a beard, yeah. it's. Well, know. so when when I came into the into my current relationship many years ago, you know, before I had a beard, it's been a long time now. I've had the beard for a decade. I don't know. Um, I was a, a Mach three turbo, you know, shaver. And I still mm-hmm. had mm-hmm. a couple of handles and probably half a case of cartridges, you know, with blades in it because you buy them in bulk because they're so damn expensive because we don't all have a factory in Germany or whatever. And uh, <laughs> when I, when we came into the relationship, Sam ended up just inheriting my handles and razor blades and now still to this day uses, I think, one of my original handles and buys the Mach 3 men's razors. She doesn't shave with a pink razor. I don't know how she survives it. Um mm-hmm. How does she know how to use them? <laughs> I she's so slowly growing ball sack is what's happening. <laughs> right. 
but it's very clean shaven. Yeah, I, I also use the Mach 3. It's the best I'm one. I'm just so glad she doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> well, I just said I am as well. That's a really that's a really good tip. Emily uh, Emily did Harry's. She was telling me about this earlier. She did Harry's for a while and uh, didn't didn't like it. That She said the handle was too heavy and it, mm-hmm. it was cutting her legs it's a lot. trying to be too so fancy. She, she gave them to Cullen. And because uh, Cullen is a clean-shaven individual, I never even knew th- this Harry's thing happened. That's how many packages we get here. <laughs> Sometimes things get through the loading dock without me ever having seen them. Um, I do occasionally use a Harry's razor to clean up my neck. Like usually, I just use the trimmer on the lowest setting for my neck. But if I'm, mm. you know, if we're going okay. out or doing something where I got to look a little nicer and I want to really keep it clean, then I'll, I'll, you know, so I, I use it for that, but that's it. It's fine. It's perfectly fine. It's, I don't know. I don't know that it's worth buying a factory in Germany for, um, right. Me like I mentioned, I, I've, I, my one pair was fine. It wasn't good enough for me to want to go back and get more, but, um, I am in the market right now, not to do too much information, but maybe I'll try it again. The kind I like seem to have disappeared from the world. So, um, I may need to switch my brand loyalty again there. I've mentioned the Tufted Needle mattress. I liked our queen so much that we um, we got the king. Or no, rather, we got the king, and I liked it so much that we bought a, a full-size guest mattress from Tufted Needle as well. And now they've been bought out by Serta, so we were able to just go get one at Home Depot or something. Just grabbed the oh. box, threw it in a cart, brought it home, filmed our unboxing, and we were done. <laughs> uh, I tried Trunk Club once. But I had to send this. I, I don't know if it's still a thing. This was a couple of years ago where they send you a box mm-hmm. full of shit based on your sizes mm-hmm. and taste and you try I things think, out and I send think it back. it's still a thing. I had to send it all back because they just could not wrap their brain around me being a fat guy. Like, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not as big as some people, but I'm, I'm a chubby guy and I gave them my sizes, but everything they sent was slim fit hipster wear. And mm-hmm. none of the two X slim cut. Yeah, and none of it fit. It's like it's a two X, but the buttons are still two inches apart while I'm trying to put the shirt on and like <laughs> Well, that just means they don't cater to everyone. Women go through this all the time. Well, right. It's not that they couldn't wrap their head around it. They just don't service. Well, but you. they still wanted they're kind of telling you to fuck. Right. Off. They still wanted to send yeah. me shit. And then my rep yeah. called me, or, you know, right. because they like to call you with Trunk Club. And she was like, well, I've got some shoes oh, you might I'd like. And I was like, yeah, I can buy shoes. Um, so, I, in fact, I'll put this out there. If anyone's aware of one of these services for, for bigger guys, you know, if there's a Destination XL that'll mail me a box, um, do it. And and I'm sort of in the uncanny valley of sizes. I can't shop from the plus size guys stores because they're all too big. Mm-hmm. But I've the been stuff there. at the regular size stores is sometimes just a little too small. Um, yeah, there's like one tiny section at the J.C. Penney that has two things that might fit which you, is why, and that's it. Which is why I live in a in a set of the same three pairs of Lucky Brand or other jeans that I have hemmed, and then mm-hmm. just a rotating selection of plaid shirts, Izod, because they all fit. You either got to commit to getting really fat or you got to <laughs> lose a few pounds. Otherwise, you're in this. I've been there, yeah. man. I've been there. Yeah. It's like, you know, 6'2", about 230 is the worst yeah. you can be. You either got to get down to 200 or you got to just, just you know, pick up another sandwich and, and go for 260. 
Uh, so well, that's the, that. the more frustrating thing for people like me is the few stores that carry a tall size, say a tall pant, uh, seem to not realize that longer legs usually go with a wider waist. I'm just larger. I'm going yeah. to be bigger in <laughs> yeah. all dimensions, even yeah. if I were mm-hmm. height weight proportionate. So I look at the racks and I'm like, who are these tall size two fuckers that you're mm-hmm. stocking for? Yep. Course, growing up, I didn't realize you could get things altered. Like, it's just not something we did. So, like, I just, you know, you'd cuff your pants or whatever. But, but nobody ever told me it was like, it's $7 to go get a pair of pants hemmed. <laughs> what the fuck? I could be buying pants in any length and then just very inexpensively get them to fit. I, that was a revelation for me. Uh, broadcast coffee, we get it intermittently, but I very much like it. Very awesome. I, I have some broadcast travel mugs too that I really like. We talked about RX bars. I asked Sam right before we came down to record um, which of all the mail order things I've tried she liked the most, and she said Cherry's Berries. I made a mistake one year and, and ordered Harry's Berries, and they had tiny razor blades <laughs> in them. That was not good. So you just gave them to kids for Halloween? Yeah, we just we just doled them out last Halloween. It's along with your air, uh, marijuana edibles? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, you, who thinks that people are giving away their marijuana edibles? <laughs> uh, white Come people on. that are scared of everything. That's like <laughs> these are these are costly. These are kept very right. Very We're not accidentally giving best. those away. Okay, your no, kid is no, fine. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, and then I had a question, uh, Christy. I think you've used it. Have any of you used stamps.com? Yeah, it was awful. Okay, I've oh. heard it's bad. It's a scam. Yeah, because it's Don't just super it. marked up postage, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I just need a good scale. But you scale. get a scale. <laughs> they were the OG of podcast advertising, yep. though. Yep. They really were. Yeah, just get a scale and, and print it yourself. Yeah. Or go to the post office. Well, every time I walk into a post office and there's a long line, I just take a picture of it and say, I'm the pre-guy in a Stamps.com commercial. <laughs> yeah. Way to sell it. Exactly. Uh, Mike. All right, what Mike. What have for us? What has... What has Emily purchased? <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, obviously, we talked about Harry's. We talked about MeUndies. She has been an Audible person for a long time. Very happy with that service. Um, she's a mm. power user of that. That is one of the things she that I used... am tempted by is Audible. Do it. I love books so much. It's $15 a month. That seems like a lot yep. to me. But then you get a couple free books for that. But they're not I'm free. Not. They're $15. I know, but I'm just saying that if you... Well, okay, so here's the thing. I listen to audiobooks a lot, but I'm a cheap bastard, so I just get them from the library. Uh-huh. But if they didn't have that option, I would definitely be audible. Okay. Yeah, she's super into it. I don't think she'll ever not be an audible person. Um Everlane, uh, I think she used the TBTL code, even though she's not a TBTL listener anymore. And uh, she bought some really cool shoes that she's happy with. And mm-hmm. I don't know if she's bought anything else yet, but but um, she's impressed with Everlane so far. I want to get back to Everlane in a second. Um, actually, let's talk about it now. In your notes, and you said uh, anything that seems ridiculous to be advertising on a podcast. Everlane is not ridiculous to be advertised on a podcast, but there are products that 
you know the host you know what was the what was the product that um or the service that Luke and Andrew were advertising that was like really fancy brands and Luke I'm sorry Andrew was struggling with pronouncing as I would um the different names of the designer brands and, right and all they were that all like claiming to be wearing uh, well they were designer women's brands too <laughs> right mm-hmm. i love my prada <laughs> yeah. i don't remember what that was but i do remember that tori birch was one of the designers and i was like andrew's not wearing women's shoes and purses <laughs> Yeah, so I think that happens more more often than than the product being ridiculous. Ninety five to ninety eight percent of the time, I think the product is just fine to be advertised um, on whatever it's being advertised on, but they might have the wrong person talking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just doesn't match with their because they aren't fashion. Well, I guess Luke is a little bit, but a little it, bit. but when he's not doing these advertisements he's talking about how he only wears j crew stuff so yep. we're like you're being a liar you're yeah. not wearing this 30 dollar t-shirt cuz you're a liar you just uh, you just went on for half an hour about how you bought 10 of the same black j crew t-shirts so now you're well, lying I hope, you, uh, I hope you bought a, a lot of pairs of pants because that particular pair you're wearing is on fire sir (laughs) hopefully you have me undies because they are not flammable uh all right so the last one that she used pretty recently was brandless and she's bought several products from there but the story that i will tell you of a failure was the day that we arrived in seattle we were having that get together at optimism um on Saturday night and it was like four or five in the afternoon and we were just about to leave and she she put some of these everything on brandless is three dollars from what I understand. And she made the mistake of putting some of this three dollar uh like um lotion or facial cream on her face, which proceeded to uh almost burst into flames. Oh uh, no it was oh, no Yeah, which is you know, not only did it hurt and she couldn't figure it out for a minute. She was like, what's wrong with my face? And was, oh, I just put this cream on. Now my face feels like it's on fire and we're about to go meet a ton of people, some of whom I've never even met before. And now my face is blotchy and gross and it was a nightmare situation. So I guess um, the lesson not so much is don't order from Brandless because maybe you'll get some stuff that that's cool and good, but don't experiment with it right before you're about to go to a party Mm. i didn't even know about this i'm looking at it now this might be amazing (laughs) game changer it also might have petroleum byproduct in it or something look you get three dollars yes on the tube so we thought it was going to be fantastic but i don't put anything on my face no moisturizer no Mm -hmm. cleanser no soap Nothing. So I won't. So no surprises. No surprises, <laughs> right? I, Mike, what were you saying about wanting to commit arson? Because I'm feeling like going and burning Christy's house down right now for Why? that comment. Uh, <laughs> because the skin on my face will fall off if I don't use mm. moisturizer and cleanser. And well, stuff. that's where you live. Move to Seattle, yeah. and you won't have that. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I'll have moss growing harsh on my face. Summers, but... harsh winters. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, you're so tall, you're you're sort of in a different stratosphere. Yeah, you're in a different ozone or something. Yeah. 
I am I am up above the clouds. Um, well, okay. it's not so, I mean, Christy, Christy's not, not tall. So, I mean, <laughs> she, you know, maybe, Anne, you and I are about the same height. So, you know, we need to, we need to, you know, take care of ourselves a little better up there because the <laughs> atmosphere is thin. Well, you should have gone for the shorter legs then. <laughs> <laughs> I should have. You know what? I had to take my, um, my vacuum legs in to get the, the final, uh, baskets done so I, I don't have the vacuum system here for maybe a week or two and it's it's knocked an inch off my height and I gotta tell you it's uh it's hurt my confidence especially Uh-oh. around Emily you know I don't I don't look I don't like to look eye to eye with my wife mm-hmm. um, there's a level of honesty there I'm not ready for <laughs> are you saying the honesty is too much yeah <laughs> only when we touch but yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so I recently, through work, have gotten um, price ranges for what they have determined is our target marketing, marketer, or target podcast for our business. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. some of these podcasts make so much money from these advertisements. And then I listen and I'm like, where are the, like, where is ZipRecruiter getting all that money? Mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't get it. Christy, you got to spend money to make money. <laughs> well, they yes. may, they may get, um, you know, by buying all of the APM shows or all of the uh, Wondery shows or whatever, they may be getting a, some tremendous discounts. Bulk discount. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. If anybody's getting a bulk discount for buying podcast advertising, <laughs> it's ZipRecruiter. Uh-huh. They're probably paying a third of what you're, what you're seeing. Yeah. And, and it, it also makes me really kind of sad to look at the amount of (laughs) downloads these shows are getting compared to ours. (laughs) Don't Mm. think about that. We super (laughs) serve a very special audience. It's okay. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just scrolling through. We're engaged with our audience. Yes. Yes. I'm scrolling through old TBTL newsletters because they have the TBTL is money savers section. And I just thought Mm -hmm. I'd plow through these real quick and see. So Dashlane, has anyone used any of these password remembering ones? I tried a free one once, not Dashlane, but I don't know. Yeah. It just, it, it wasn't a smooth, it like, it kept logging me out of it and needing updates. Mm. And I said, screw it. I'll just make a spreadsheet. Yeah. We, we, um, use LastPass at work and I really like that one. Oh yeah. That was the one I tried. I think you have to pay for it. that's the one it. that Emily uses and yeah. only she understands. I can't understand it. When she was, when, when we feared that she might be dying, um, we she tried to teach me how to use it and it was uh it ended, ended up in 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 tears mostly mine so. <laughs> all right let me just write down the real reason mike was crying um blue <laughs> blue apron i mean i a while ago oh, we yeah. tried all the different big meal kits just as a side by side and we did blue apron for a while after it it was the best of the three that we tried but we just got lazy yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've done it. I I liked it, and uh, and we enjoyed the meals. Um, but the the problem was, um, I was often in a wheelchair when we were trying these things, and I was the main cook. I mean, Emily maybe made a couple of them or helped me with a couple. Um, and like I, I was talking about, like changing a light bulb, um, cooking from a wheelchair, 
uh, I have the same complaints. I would I'd be exhausted by the time the meal would be ready and I wouldn't even be hungry anymore because I've had my arms mm-hmm. um, equal to my head or over my head for 45 minutes to an hour because they take a little bit longer than... Of course the instructions they do. Say, of especially, course they do. Especially, yeah. Especially if, yeah, the prep. I mean, they say, well, chop up all 7,000 ingredients. That'll take four minutes. Mm-hmm. No, it won't. No. <laughs> I bought a cookbook once that was like light, fresh, fast. And it's like all recipes can be cooked in 15 minutes or less. But then the ingredients start with like two cups of diced green peppers. And I'm like, now, wait a minute. Plant, plant some <laughs> onions in your backyard. Right. A uh, breather, uh, breather was the one where you pick up, um, like, borrow office space from a co-op space situation. Oh, that didn't last no. long. That didn't last long. Thrive Market, the uh, oh, healthy food delivery. I that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some duds in here. Oh, I think that those are the. I'm, I don't see any. Well, Lyft, Wink, Wink was the wine club. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, W-I-N-C or something, right? Yeah. Yep. And then 5-4 uh, Club. was that? That's another clothes one, right? I think so. Yeah. I think it's actually changed names since then. There are a bunch more, but yeah, they're all kind of the same garbage. <laughs> um, well, before we leave this topic, I have bought one thing that I heard of on a podcast that I just bought this week. That I want to share because none of you talked about it. Uh, and the product is, is from a company called Beta Brand. And they are called Dress Pant Yoga Pants. They are yoga oh, pants I've seen these on Facebook. that are styled to look like dress pants so you can wear them to work. And? Um, well, it's I can't gain any more weight and have them still be comfortable. Let's put it that way. But they are they're styled like they have a belt loop and they have fake pockets on the front and back and they have a fake button and a fly situation. So Wow. It it kinda works. I mean, I don't I'm not one of those people that tucks my shirts in, so it's all kind of mm-hmm. hidden. I like to wear longer drapey things. Look, I gotta cover my ass, people. Literally and um figuratively. So I don't know, but they're certainly comfortable, and I wore them to the office this week, and nobody said a thing, so maybe. But even if what? you came in in sweatpants, no one would say anything at your work, right? No, no, nobody would say anything. I was looking on the Beta Brand website, and they have something else that I think I heard somewhere for men, which is the hoodies that look like suit jackets. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? Oh, no. Which they don't. They look like pinstriped hoodies. But it's so like, you know, if you have your Skype meeting or something and you want to look professional to a client, you can put on oh, your suit jacket hoodie. It's ridiculous. Um, it's $168 for the Navy pinstripe executive no. hoodie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, oh, and no. I am in the market for some pants because I, I, I am going to be attending Emily's... Uh, Holiday party, her oh. company holiday party in Boston. This Here December, we go. So. Men's pants. Um. Well. Oh no, Jeremy better not see this gold reversible disco hoodie. <laughs> oh yeah, that looks like uh, Jeremy. Or <laughs> sure. No. 
Um, extra pockets for your zero carb rock star. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like you can get. Oh, Mike, here's the suitsie. It's a business suit onesie for $378. Christy Jeremy can get some disco pants for $98. Oh uh, that suit sounds like just the ticket for meeting all of Emily's work uh, people. <laughs> Um, there are Just, dress pants, sweatpants. They will pants. never stop talking about me. You can Ooh, get the dress pants, pants sweatpants. Yes, e- you can get the dress pants, My sweatpants. My amputations will be the least remarkable thing about me. <laughs> Slim leg dress pants, sweatpants. They're on sale for seventy three fifty right now. I do have slim legs at this point. That's true. <laughs> but uh, they look very comfortable. Uh, so My office mate is very proud of his men easy jeans from uniqlo which are basically the same thing they're pajama pants patterned to look like denim and they have a zipper but they also have a drawstring you tie on the inside of them and he wears them to work as jeans and unless you get right up in his business which i won't and i hope no one else will um, (laughs) you you can't really tell that they're not jeans and he he thinks they're the greatest thing ever made. He never shuts up about them. I, I just put the link in the Slack channel for them for us. And they look very similar to the pants that Beta Beta Brand is hawking. Mm-hmm. Well, Bobby, you were talking about how affordable it is to go to a tailor and, and get things altered. If I can just get a stadium buddy built into that motherfucker right there, I think I've, I've got my outfit forever. <laughs> There, Mike. Right. I put Have the link done, for done the business suit onesie in the Slack for you, so <laughs> now you can All right. make sure you have that for meeting Emily's coworkers. Thanks so much. I I need to uh, I need to get on that project as soon as possible. But uh, I guess right now, housekeeping. Mahalo. Oh um, goodness! Beta Brand has an entire section in the menswear dedicated to Hawaiian shirts. Mm. Of course, of course they, they do. do. <laughs> High fashion. <laughs> Buy stuff from us. Uh, our merch is at 10710.com forward slash shop. We should have some uh, Witches Coven mugs up pretty soon. Um, that seems like something that, that's going to happen. The archive project. How's that going, Christy? It's going slow, except for Anne, who mm-hmm. right before the show, I sent her her 40th week. And you know what that means, Mike? You uh, it means that she's gonna slow to a crawl and not be able to get it done um before winter's <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah, you definitely don't want to go to Minnesota in the winter. But you <laughs> promised a cheese party for anyone that gets to forty weeks. In May. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I think last May she still had snow on the ground. So make it be that's, like that's fine. As long July. as it's not twenty below. I'm you know, <laughs> Oh, I, I don't think about the snow. third week of January sounds about right. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'll meet you at the airport. Tell you yeah. what, I'll bring the cheese. There's a, we'll we'll plug in to my luggage. There's a TGI yeah, Fridays. Too. Queso. <laughs> so, Anne is about to finish her 40th week. That's Other than awesome. that, it's basically slowed to a halt. Are we keeping up? No. Oh, like, no. Is there more TBTL being created than there is being archived? Oh, for oh, sure. heavens, yes. That's they, that's terrible. Sadly, they do every they do a show every day. And <laughs> and Anne is the only one that's actually archiving this anything. Is, so. This is 
just terrible. People, get on this. Get in touch with Christy. I hate this. Um, buy stuff from Amazon. I bought some stuff recently. La- last time, I the stuff I bought didn't show up there, so I was disappointed. They're catching on. We'll, we'll see. This they ca- caught on to us. Yeah. Um, earbuds and earworms. They just uh, said earlier today that the show this week is going to be hand clap songs. So um, that's My that's a pretty kind. rich vein. Hand clappy, <laughs> foot stompy. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Next next week. <laughs> they didn't say foot stompy. Next but week the, is boot stompy. That's next week. No, I'm just assuming next oh, week. Really? Is oh right, boot next week. Oh, I like it. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, yeah, tambourine songs. <laughs> um, <laughs> no thanks. Uh, how do people get involved, Bobby? People get involved by visiting our home on the web at littleredbandwagon.com. They submit their feedback, their phone throwing and hugging at throwyourphone.com. On Facebook, we're at Little Red Bandwagon. On Twitter, we're at LRB Podcast. You can email the show at littleredbandwagon at gmail.com. Voicemails and text messages can be sent to 802-432-TBTL. It's 802-432-8285. You can fax me at 617-354-8513. Uh, and if that's not enough ways to get a hold of us, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, we're out there. <laughs> Send Sky us some smoke signals. We're out of ideas. Uh, Christy, do your thing. Until next time, everybody vote. Yes, uh, Emily Except and I voted um, oh. <laughs> on the first on the first day uh, available to us yesterday. Fuck Ted Cruz, and we love you, Jen. No, I don't want fuck and Ted Cruz in the same sentence. <laughs> oh, sorry. Screw you. No, that doesn't work either. Um, up your ass. No. Uh, gosh, I, I'm, I'm at a loss. Uh, I don't like Ted Cruz. Let's just say that. Nailed it. But not Ted Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> Even his wife doesn't want to nail Ted Cruz. Are you saying you're never going to eat any animal again? What about bacon? No. Ham? No. Pork chop? Dad, those all come from the same animal. Oh, yeah, right, Lisa. A wonderful, magical animal.